0: Jason's alive. He killed my friend and now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warren,
1: an old friend of the Christies. Jason belongs in hell. You're dreaming you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today
0: is his birthday. And we are back, live and in living color, here at Camp Blood Radio, live in the studio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me is the naughty Joe Gallo.
1: Hello! Hello!
0: Now, it is officially after Christmas, and JoJo, I know that you are on the permanent naughty list, because you are a naughty, naughty little boy.
1: And you forgot fucking dirty.
0: Dirty, filthy, naughty. The ultimate of the naughty list.
1: Alright, alright, you're making me horny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you need to go do you need to step away and go get your uh go get your fuck rag. Maybe uh it's already maybe roll of, <laughs> maybe a roll of paper towels so while we can we were,
1: clap this out. While we're doing this, it's right next to me. <laughs>
0: Well, of course it is. You always gotta be prepared, right? And the mm-hmm. world that we live in today, you have to be prepared.
1: So I got two in the back pocket, too. But
0: Christmas. Merry Christmas time. It's not Adam and Steve is officially came. Ooh, and went. So you keep saying stuff. Even though the Joe is on the naughty list. What did Santa bring you, little boy? Mm, let's see.
1: My wife got me a, a Predator figure. Fucking awesome. And the rest of the stuff, I got sweatpants. Nice, comfy-ass sweatpants.
0: Boner pants? Bacon. Oh, yeah.
1: I want to make my wiener look a little bit bigger. so. Nice. Well,
0: I know we can certainly use all the help we can get, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that you... Joe Gallo, the Joe Gallo, got some boner pants because we're going to talk about boner pants a little bit later. There's a lot of boner talk getting, coming up for those of you who enjoy your Camp Blood Radio Wiener Chat. You just stay tuned. Now, what did you get, sir? Well, I, I was, I'm an, I'm on the naughty list too. I'm a filthy McNasty little naughty, uh, dirty little boy myself too. So, however, I did get a few gifts and I got quite a bit of coffee. I it, it's like people know that I enjoy coffee. It's weird. Hmm. So I literally have like 20 pounds of coffee in my kitchen right now. I'm not exaggerating. And so, how long will that take to finish up? You think? Well, I don't know because it depends on if I even like the fucking coffee or not. If I don't like Shit. it, then I mean, I don't know, but I'll keep you posted because there's definitely going to be some good coffee shout outs coming up after I have a chance to actually, um, uh, to try out some of these, these blends per se, uh, because you know what? I'm not going to promote shit. I'm not going to mention shit that I don't like. So if I don't like it, I'm not going to shout it out. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Fuck them. Exactly. So, but that's good. I'm glad you had a nice Christmas and I'm glad that you got a few presents. I got a shit ton of coffee. I got a uh, a very nice Friday the 13th coffee mug to go along with my coffee mug collection among among a few other coffee mugs, I got like four coffee mugs also on top of a whole bunch of coffee. And of course, I got a few other things, you know, but uh, that's boring compared to coffee and coffee mugs, right? Nobody wants to hear about that shit.
1: You know, I forgot to mention that actually I got a care package from the
0: Jason Rising crew for Christmas. I did too. And we're oh, actually shit. the Jason Rising crew. You know what? Uh, Mr. James Sweet Cheeks, he's such a, his name is so fitting. He's such a sweet young man, isn't he? Mm-hmm. and 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 carl carl's my homie carl winery of course of course such uh such generous folks over there and we're gonna we're gonna talk about certainly talk about that in a moment um but you know what fuck it. we're just gonna talk about it right now otherwise i might forget so you rebel I, rebel without a cause so i reached out to mr uh, james sweet cheeks and i said hey i said hey james do you have any more of them patches that the wonderful police officers/slash deputies in your filmware, uh, like Mister Mister Pete Daltrey, is a good example of that. I said, "Do you have any more than patches left?" Because we love our public safety here at Camp Blood Radio, and I thought uh, I thought he would probably have some left. And I reached out and said, "Hey, do you have any more of these left?" And I'd like to sew a couple, uh, like on a, a jacket or a hoodie or something. He said Bradley, yes. Hold up. So, Did you test it? I'm not finished yet. <laughs> We're getting out of rotation here. So just be patient. I apologize. I, know, I got excited. I know you hipsters aren't very patient these days, so bear with me. Oh shit. So anyways, I said, "Mr. Sweet Cheeks, can I please have a couple patches I would like to I'd like to put them on a hoodie or a jacket or something uh something like that after I product test them." And he said, certainly, I do have some of them left. So he sent me a couple, and I did not know that I was also going to be receiving a wonderful Jason Rising poster. And James was nice enough to sign it, and he wrote, Camp Blood Radio Lives. How nice of him to include such a wonderful present. And it's true, we do live. Also signed by Dan Kyle, a.k.a the big J man in the film. So it was a wonderful surprise to open up the package. The package actually was like a rectangle box, uh, approximately like maybe, maybe a foot, you know, 16 inches, something, uh, just a little rectangle box. And I'm like, huh, there's patches in there. And I'm thinking Mr. Sweet cheeks sent me a naughty present in there. He sent me a real naughty present, but it was a poster. It was a rolled up poster, but you know what I'm thinking's in that box um yeah. Well, yeah yeah exactly so shout out to james sweet we we love james such a nice guy such a such a uh, a wonderful man and his generosity this christmas season i will post some pictures of what he sent uh because for those of you that might want some of these patches i understand that he does have some left and fun fact about these wessex patches they were also the same patches that you see in currently the best fan film out there never hike well you don't see him in uh in never hike alone but you see these exact same patches in never hike in the snow james said apparently uh our friend vincent disanti like the patches so that's the patches that you see uh in never hike in the snow so fun fact well they they look legit yeah i mean they're nice patches but they're a little on the small side but i'm used to that i know you are too so yeah, no big whatever. deal there. Yeah, no big deal there. I I will say that I I would have liked to have seen them slightly larger, but it's fun to wish. It's fun to pretend, right? I mean, that's all we can do. Started my take life, it, l- take yeah. a couple of pills, you know, whatever. Well, that that doesn't really help the issue I was talking about. But uh well, if you rub the
1: pills really hard and wish on the on the patch itself,
0: you yeah. can wish. Story of my life, wishing things were larger, but mm. nice patches. It is what it is. Big, big thank you to Mr. Sweet and and your care package. I don't know if it was the same, but I'll let you. Now, explain. Um,
1: what... Carl had sent me uh, uh, well, a well. Lo- I I bought a um, a mug, you know the Jason Rising mug last year, and I am an idiot and I left it out, and my two year old decided to throw it throw it at the wall, so. They were nice enough to replace that, and they sent me a really nice hoodie. And Carl sent me a CD from his band C. and oh, and a couple of production stills were in there. It was fucking
0: awesome. No, very nice. So it sounds like you got more than I did, and that's fucking bullshit. I am a Ruby jealous right. child.
1: <sighs> well, All I right, was, well. I was, I was whining. I didn't. I wanted their hoodies, and they're like, fine. Here's here's a hoodie, asshole. Of course they did.
0: It's it's like the uh, it's like children. They just they won't shut the fuck up. So you're like, you know what? Here, here you go. And I'll shut the fuck up. That's kind of what happened, I'm assuming. And that's fine. Yeah. You you got your way, Joe. You got your way. Oh, yeah. Well, Carl
1: demanded I, I send him photos with only the hoodie on. So and he got oh. what he wished, so
0: whatever. Duh. Well, let me ask you this. Did you did you at least wear uh, the knee high socks with just the hoodie? That that could have been that could have been a dangerous combination right there. No,
1: I didn't. I didn't even think about it. I didn't want to make them a little too hot and heavy for the photo, but I should have. I should have. I have them.
0: Of course you do. Of course you do. And speaking of which, maybe we'll add those to the CBR lineup too, because I got I got some updates coming on the CBR merge too. But we're getting way too far ahead of ourselves because you wanted to talk about shit out of order. So, yep. all we right, fucked y'all up. Shout out to Jason Rising Crew um we appreciate you of course
1: coming june 13 2021
0: anything else you'd like to talk about maybe we should just call james right now maybe maybe since you want to beat off to jason rising you want maybe we just call him right now maybe he wants to hop on real quick or we could talk about some other shit i don't know what do you what do you want to do joe
1: what do you want to talk about some other shit my other
0: shit okay all right moving right along since we're out of order but we'll try to get the train back on the track so Powering this episode for me is one of my Christmas gifts. I got to give a shout out to the Verena Street Coffee Company. They are an independent coffee uh, company in they're located in Dubuque, Iowa. For you Midwest folks out there, I got a couple uh, different flavors. I got the cow tipper in the Mississippi Grog. I am drinking the cow tipper right now, and I got to say that it is It's is delicious. And I will actually, when I'm finished with this batch, this is one that I probably will buy some more of. Um, Delicious stuff. Uh, I heard good things about it prior, but never got a chance to try it. And uh, delicious stuff. So, shout out to Verena Street Coffee, of course. And uh, located in Iowa. I mean, let's think about that, Iowa. The land of farmers' daughters. Right? Uh, Oh, shit. That's right. But I got a I got a little something to say about Iowa while we're on the on the subject. I mean, Iowa's a boring ass state. It really is. There ain't a whole lot there. But when I was I've in college been. Well you're not missing anything. Cornfields and uh some good coffee over in Dubuque. If you ever pass through Dubuque, you can stop at Verena Street Coffee Company and pick up some delicious cow tipper. So anyways, when I was in college I was I was uh I was uh um how do I say this politely? I was fornicating this girl. It was from, it was from Iowa. Um, anyways, this was, and I mean, we're talking, we're talking back in the day. This was, this was the early 2000s. Uh, white folks get crunk, you know, that whole crowd. So anyways, um, this, this nice young lady at the time was, she was actually miss Fort Madison. Of course, Fort Madison, Iowa. So that just goes to show that at least I was doing something right back in the early 2000s if I was going to end up scoring with Miss Fort Madison, right? I mean, come on. You got to give me a little credit for that, right? Oh, yeah. High five. Yeah. So, anyway, she worked at the liquor store that I always went into to stock up on my delicious Keystone Light, my Mad Dog 2020. And, you know, I mean, you get to talking and things happen. And next thing you know, you're, uh, you're doing things. So, you're hopping on the good foot and doing the bad thing after you leave the tavern. So, God, I miss the early 2000s um I don't <laughs> Well, I'm sure you don't, but still, damn those were a good time. So anyways, yeah, I, I mean Iowa sucks, but at least they have good coffee and uh lovely young ladies over there. Um the land of farmer's daughters. That's that's the easiest way to describe it. So, uh anyways, <clears throat> we talked a little bit about the Jason Rising stuff, little little um little coffee talk uh which reminds me, the CBR coffee situation. So last week I mentioned the possibility of Camp Blood Radio having its own blend of coffee, right? Yes, sir. So anyways, I, I worked on that a little bit this week, and I'm, I'm not sure if I can make it happen. I mean, I can, but for those of you that, it, that did mention to me that you would buy that, uh, I definitely appreciate you. Uh, shout out to horror daddy 85, Josh Kersey. He was one of the, one of the, uh, loyal listeners who said that he would drink CBR blend. So anyway, here's the deal. There's a couple ways that that can be done. Uh, it can be bought in bulk and then it, it can be bagged and of course shipped. And you know, (laughs) you know, I like to bag stuff. So I'm all about bagging up some fucking coffee. Um, but it just sounds like a lot of work. So I mean I don't know if I want to fuck with all that. As much as I like to bag things I just don't know if I if I really want to bother. So anyways the other scenario would be to partner up with an existing independent coffee company and having their people or or their company or whatever you want to call it uh handle the roasting and then of course the bagging and of course the shipping. So we would promote the coffee but they would handle kind of all of that kind of like slasher graphics was with the show shirts. Their people were handling the printing and the shipping. We didn't have, I didn't have a stock of shirts that I was going to the post office uh, 12 times a day when people would order to ship show shirts out. So I never, I never seen any of them. So anyways, that might be a more viable option. Uh, I don't know yet. It's something that I'm still working on. Of course, with the, uh, Merry Christmas, not Adam and Steve season, uh, places are on vacation. People are gone and this, that, and the other. So it was just kind of a slow week to try to iron something like that out, but I'm working on it. So bear with me. I'm not ruling it out, but I will hopefully know. Um, I was talking with your butt buddy, Brian Emenheiser, AKA South Jersey jerk off, uh, And he had mentioned that A.C. Slade from the Misfits, for you Misfits fans out there, that he has an independent coffee company called Catfight Coffee. And Brian actually reached out to A.C. and mentioned kind of what I was trying to do. And A.C. replied back and said, hey, give him my email. I'd like to talk to him. So um, there might be a Misfits connection to CBR Coffee coming up. So that is a possibility. Brian can vouch for that conversation. So I'm going to email him tomorrow or maybe tonight. I don't know. But either way, within the next couple of days, I'm going to send him a nice email and see if he can help us out. So stay tuned. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we just got all kinds of shit going on right now. Right. I mean, it's that right. time of the year. Oh, well, the end of the year hustle. Of course. I mean, we got we got New Year's coming up this week. We're going to get past 2020. Not like 2021 is going to fucking be any different. It's funny you see on social media, especially, because that's a world where we live in, is just sit on your phone all day and fucking scroll through Facebook. So everybody's like, oh, good riddance 2020 and uh, whatever. Well, do you think that January 1st, 2021 is going to be any different than yesterday? No, It's, I mean, it's going to be 2020 se- season two it's going to be 2021 sucks too. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, I, I appreciate the enthusiasm, but I mean, come on this, uh, this Kung flu virus is not going away anytime soon. Just do your best to stay healthy mask up, uh, do what you can do to avoid getting the clap, uh, the Chinese clap. That is the other claps. No big deal. They just, uh, they just write you a prescription for that one. That's not a, that's not a really an issue to speak of. So, Anyways,
1: it's like like applause for your genitals.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would be all right in a week. Not that I would know or anything, but, you know, Google or people. I mean, (laughs) me either, right? No, late late 90s and early 2000s. I mean, everybody had it. It was like it was like the Chinese flu back then. Just everybody had it. A rite of passage back then, eh? It was just normal. It was just a normal thing. So uh, I know we joke about that, but if you were around during that time or you lived on a college campus, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. A lot of un un uh, unprotected ding dongs out there. God, God damn. Oh, well,
1: you know that's funny you mentioned that because I actually visited a college campus when I was 11 years old, and there were a lot of people hooting and hollering at me from the windows. It was very scary. That is that
0: is disturbing. And, well, I was
1: handsome, by the way.
0: Well, if you had your hair cut like fucking Lloyd Christmas off Dumb and Dumber like you did the other day, what the fuck? Who cut your hair? What do, you, what do you do? Just put a fucking soup bowl on your head and fucking get the clippers out and just buzz around it? You fucking look like Lloyd Christmas. Did you do that on purpose? Maybe.
1: <laughs> but it was definitely on purpose, right?
0: <laughs> of course it was. It's like one of your kids gave you a fucking haircut. Jesus H. Christ. Well, maybe,
1: maybe they did. And I don't know what the hell goes on when I'm sleeping. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jojo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we'll see what 2021 brings. But I hate to break it to you, not looking so good. Um, but do what you can to stay safe, of course. Uh, anyways, enough about that. That's just depressing talk, is all that is.
1: Well, you know what 2021 will bring.
0: Well, Jason Rising. A lot. Yes, it is, which I'm (laughs) thoroughly, thoroughly looking forward to. I was going to say a number of things, but the number one thing on my list, Joseph, is Jason Rising. Damn right it is. You know, a Friday the Thirteenth fan film, Jason Rising. I've heard of it. The Friday
1: the Thirteenth fan film.
0: I mean, it's not just a, it's not just a poster and some patches and some merch that's floating out there. It's a real thing. It is a Friday the Thirteenth fan film. And, you know, we got some fan film shit going on. I mean, how? (laughs) Like I said, just get on Facebook and you can't you can't avoid it. It's like the clap in the early 2000s. You can't avoid it.
1: It's the fight of the 13th clap.
0: But exactly the fan film clap. Don't lump it in with the regular. But anyways, you want to know the bad part about it, Joseph? What's that? The, the bad part is your doctor can't write you a pill and it'll go away in five days. We have to hear about it for a fucking year or in some case now two years because the Chinese clap has prolonged and extended the release times of some of these projects. So it's just the gift that keeps on giving. It just, it's just spreading. Oh man. It's like, a, it, it's, it's the fan film pandemic. Oh, you're not you're not that, wrong. I know. And it's just it's just getting to the point where every day it's like there oh there's another one. Oh there is another one. I mean it's like the, it's like the fucking corona numbers they just keep going up. Just keep going up and that's not a good thing, Joseph. It's not. You know why? You know why? Because here's what people say that that uh that don't get laid a lot. Here's what they say. They say, <laughs> they say it's quality, not quantity. And yeah. you know what? <laughs> you know what? In this case, I have to agree. Right?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Definitely. <laughs> I mean. Fucking Cranking out these damn fan films, same right.
0: actors, blah, blah,
1: blah.
0: Right and we shall see but the hopes are not high my friend they are not high and i hate to i and i hate to like i said my my mother said if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all so i try to bite my tongue and just not say anything half the time so we just kind of leave it in a generality of sorts but some people joseph some people they like to press your buttons don't they they do. They do. They do. And one of these days they're not gonna like what you say after they chap your ass enough times, right? <laughs> yeah. And you people know who you are. Oh yeah, you fucking do. <laughs> oh yes they do. Yes they do. So <clears throat> but we're we'll we'll just leave it at that for right now. I mean it is what it is. Uh it's just, it's not just with the pandemic, it's it's multiple pandemics, apparently. So it's the fan film pandemic. It's, I mean, we could sit here all all day and talk about that, but we're not going to do that. But what I'll tell you what, though, while I'm fucking annoyed, we'll just go ahead and talk about some other things that are fucking annoying. Kind of like that, a weekly complaints list that we some talked about. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Russ Hewitt. We'll carry it up a little bit, a little bit. Of, here's some weekly complaints for you wonderful listeners out there. So, of course, we had Merry Christmas, Not Adam and Steve a couple days ago. And, I mean, seriously, if you're were if you on any of the Friday the 13th groups on Facebook, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And everyone and their brother got Jason or Friday the 13th boner pants for Christmas. I swear to God. they Oh, the pajama like, pants. Oh, I mean, just everybody and their brother posting pictures like, look what i got like like we all haven't seen a friday the 13th shirt or a fucking neca figure before or a pair of friday boner pants i mean it's just picture after picture of look what my look what my boyfriend got me yeah okay yeah i mean it's just it's just like really um like we've never seen that in a friday the 13th group before i mean
1: i'm not gonna lie i i wanted them but my wife said that they're not our fucking walmart asshole so i'm like fine
0: there's that story. Well, yeah. Well, at least he didn't post about it. That's true. But yeah, seriously, I, I swear every every fucking swinging dong out there fucking got a pair of boner pants. I mean, that that must have been the uh, number one seller this year was, uh, was Jason lounge pants, pajama pants, or what we call them, boner pants, whatever. I've seen enough pictures of them over the last couple of days. I will say that. I do not own any because... It is embarrassing enough to be inadequate in the trousers, and I, therefore, I personally do not own any of those. <clears throat> if I did, I would just have to st- stuff my, my pants with socks, which I'm not going to do that. So
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. I actually don't really like the design of them. I mean, there were a couple other sweatpants that came out by um, other sellers. I don't know them, but they were a lot cooler than those, than this one that everyone keeps posting about. I don't like them.
0: I'm just, it's just like everything else. You just get tired of seeing it. <clears throat> like I said, if you're, a, if you're a part of a specific group, then why do you, it's shit. You see the same shit all the time anyway, but it, I don't know. I'm just kind of annoyed. Um, And I'm going to, I'm partially, I'm going to blame that. I'm going to blame that on some of the fan films. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's the never ending story of the fan film. Yeah, it's just, oh, my God, enough's enough. So, <clears throat> also, speaking of the groups, during non-Merry Christmas times, these these bozos and these fucking groups, and this is what cracks me up, they'll post these pictures, and I swear it's, it's several times a week. I mean, because, you know, I mean, most people are just a, a member of all of them, and it's the same repeated shit in all of them but it's like it'll be just be a random picture of uh once again oh look at the great find that that i found today at walmart or target once again neca figures or a glass or a fucking mug really how fucking clever how creative look what you found at walmart or target yeah hey good good job you found a neca figure they're fucking everywhere good job you know what I mean? <laughs> you found that you found the fucking the the treasure. Oh, yeah. You found the
1: Holy Grail fucking Jason mugs at that specific Walmart.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you can't get on six billion fucking websites and order a NECA figure. But, boy, you noticed it when you were walking down that giant aisle at fucking Target, didn't you? Drinking your fucking Starbucks, you fucking hipsters. So anyways, uh, pat yourself on the back because you did a good job. <clears throat> you found the Holy Grails. Of the Friday world. no. Oh, yeah. Um, more, more annoyances. More annoyances. Um, here's a really, really good one. Uh, we're going to carry the fuck out of this one. So, another thing that I see people post, not necessarily as frequently as the other dumb shit, but I'll see people sharing photos of their collection, and they'll have, and speaking of fucking fan films they'll have fan film posters a lot. Usually they're signed and that's fine. Whatever for you autograph collectors out there. I collect autographs also, but I only collect autographs from never I alone and Jason rising. (coughs) So, So anyways, I see the fan film posters from various fan films and they're hanging them up next to actual, film posters so it'll be hypothetically there's a fan film poster and i won't say anything specific because well i mean there's a million fucking fan films going on right now so take your pick of one of them that's selling posters but they'll have that next to say a jason lives poster or a part three poster or whatever and that just me personally that just irks me disgraceful I don't know how you feel about that, but it bothers me. It just irks me, is all I can say. Well, I have a shit ton of
1: Never Hike Alone posters. I will have a Jason Rising poster. You do too? You
0: you have a shit ton of Never Hike Alone stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm proud to hang those up. I'm proud to hang up at Jason Rising, and that's all I'm going
0: to fucking hang up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... It's it's just one of those things that sometimes stuff just bothers you and you don't really have an explanation for it. And sometimes you do have an explanation for it. And in this case, my mother told me that if I didn't have anything nice to say, that what? And don't fucking say it. it. Don't fucking say anything at all. So it. it I don't know. I just, it's, a, it's a, to each their own. If that's what you want to do, then knock yourself out. But I don't know why you would not, some particular posters, I don't know why you would want to hang them up with the actual film posters. That is like parking, that's like parking your Prius next to a Ferrari. Right? Yeah, I I get the reference. That's I mean, maybe one. not a Ferrari because that's not a common car, but that's like parking your Prius next to the Corvette. How about that? Better yeah. analogy. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. Not not going to. Not going to happen. So, and I know some of you are thinking the exact same thing because Jojo Gallo, you thought the same thing. So I know. I know that I, I Jo Gallo, am not alone.
1: Well, I you know what I do like is when people have like the the actual film collection posters or and then they have a collection of the fan film posters together that to me is i enjoy that because it's like a celebrate independent artists versus the
0: fucking real movies i don't know yeah i mean if you want to have a section for the for uh if you want to have a section for never hike alone or never hike in the snow and jason rising posters that's all good that's all good in the hood you know what i'm saying that's all that's all fine and dandy right i'm, I'm with you on that one I'm definitely with you on that one because uh that's self-explanatory. So, just the other the other stuff, I just have a hard time wrapping my head around it. So, but I mean, I'm not the brightest crayon in the box either. I never claim to be, but it's just one of those things that it just it bothers me. And I figure, you know what? While we're on a rant, why don't we just talk about that? Why don't we just get it out in the open? Sometimes it makes you feel better to talk about things. Mr. Well, I, I I'm a
1: huge collector. I have like hot toys. McFarland figures, Neca figures, all of that shit. So I, I can respect a good collection, but I yeah. see where you're coming from.
0: Well, you should post a picture next time you find one at Target. Oh, I was at Target the other
1: day. I should have selfie the fuck up. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, I can respect the collection too. I'm just uh, like I said, it's like it's like Camp Blood Radio. It's like it's like we're uh, it's a therapy to talk about it. It's therapeutic, if you will. Right.
1: You know, so, now that I think about it, I didn't see any Jason figures at the Target. I saw like Pennywise and shit, but no
0: Jason. Well, I don't fucking, I don't, I don't go to fucking Target or goddamn the WalMarts looking for that shit.
1: I it's, like to look by and like walk by and say, "Oh, hey, that's nice," and then not get it.
0: Right, but I mean, this shit. If you're a, if you're a fan, chances are. If you're a Friday 13th fan, you're more than just the basic fan if you're involved in a group on Friday or on Facebook, right? Right. So the stuff that at Walmart, like you're aware that the stuff at Walmart, yeah, that's fine. I mean, the coffee mugs and all that shit. Every now and again, they'll have a T-shirt or something, but you're aware that there's way more shit out there better quality shit for that matter. I mean, just look at uh, the independent artists that make stuff. Like go to Etsy and type in fucking Friday the 13th or Jason Voorhees or whatever. <clears throat> eBay, I mean Google. I mean, the world isn't just basic bitch target. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the uh but I guess hey, if 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 uh if that's your bag of biscuits, is getting your little Starbucks and prancing around Target and looking for NECA figures, then so be it. So be it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, being a Scrooge right now. Or is, uh our little buddy, uh, Mr. Rusty Hewitt, calls us karen things. So there you go, Russ. There's the weekly fucking complaints. Why? Because that's what you wanted, Russ. And we deliver here at Camp Blood Radio. We give the fans, we give the listeners, we give them what they want, just like DMX said. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then go listen to DMX. You've been missing out for the last 22 years oh enough ranting joseph enough ranting feels good though doesn't it oh absolutely it does uh a couple shout outs this week we got uh, of course we shouted out our our uh our friends over at jason rising oh also i spoke to the um the wonderful crew from the guys over at uh here comes the night a friday the eight a friday the 13th fan film one that was not shoved down your throat every time you turned around on social media because the guys didn't even have a fucking facebook page for it at first i remember when i told them they should start one so yeah one that a lot of people probably don't know about because it wasn't shoved down their fucking throat on social media or the twatter or the Instagrams or whatever the fuck they were relatively low key. Wouldn't you say, I mean, about as low key as you could get for trying to promote something.
1: Oh, I mean, I only knew about it from you and I loved it. So,
0: yeah. So anyways, Jason K's, Tim McCormick, I did speak to those guys and said, Hey, here comes the night guys with your sequel. Here comes the dawn. Um, why don't you come on camp blood radio and we'll talk about balls and wieners. And they said, that sounds wonderful. And we would be delighted to talk to you and the Joe Gallo. And I said, okay, cool. What works for you? And they said early January. So be on the lookout for, uh, early January, I guess we'll, uh, we'll hear about here comes the dawn. Early because 2021. We, love, mm-hmm. we love our, our fucking fan films So we got to stay up to date. Well, I mean, we got to stay. We got to hear. We got to hear from the guys from the good ones anyway. Right. Well, definitely. The good ones, please. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying that Here Comes the Night was great by any means. I mean, it's it was watchable. I I made it all the way through it without being uh, disgusted or bored or uh, losing complete interest. I didn't have to. I didn't have to, like, fast forward through. And watch it like in, in thirty second intervals, and be like, "Yep, this sucks." Fast forward a few minutes. Yep, still sucks. Fast forward. I mean, I watched it all the way through.
1: Yeah, I'm. The ending to that was brilliant. I loved that movie.
0: I mean, they um they did all right. I mean, like I said, it's not great. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stroke it off uh, by any means. You and you know I love to stroke shit, but I'm not gonna do that. But it's watchable. We'll put it that way. I did all right. And I will watch Here Comes the Dawn. And I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what's transpired uh, with that because I haven't really talked to these guys since I had them on the show. I mean, shortly thereafter and whenever that was. I mean, it's been over a year ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, and like I said, they're not they're not um, they're not face fucking people on social media trying to promote like a lot of other people are. So, <clears throat> we shall see, and we'll just leave it at that. Speaking of face-fucking, speaking, on. Of, speaking <laughs> of that, did I get your interest? You did. If, if I didn't, I'm about to real quick. So, anyways, potential mascot situation. So, and you know we're on the search because we just can't, we can't seem to close the door on one of our Nicky's, the lovely Nikki pins. However, we are in the screening process still. And I know I say this every week, but goddamn, I mean, when you have something as iconic as Nikki Benz, it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to close that door. So, and nobody all week. And like I said, I know it's, it's been, it's been a uh, happy Kwanzaa week, but nobody has sent in any suggestions and we're going to get to some listener mail here, here in a second and nobody sent in any suggestions. However, I do have one. And that young lady is an Air Force vet, and she appears to be pretty filthy. And I mean, you know, filthiness is a requirement here at Camp Blood Radio. We love our filthy McNasties, but this young lady—and I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce it because I don't know why people have to have such—what the deal is with the fucking names nowadays. But I'm gonna say it's Elijah uh, Megan. Elijah—I don't think it's Megan. It's not spelled that way. But anyways. On I G A L Y S I A M A G E N. So we'll call it Elijah. Maybe it's Alicia. Fuck, I don't know. The way the kids are these days, the way they spell their shit, I don't know. We'll say Elijah Megan. Megan, whatever. <clears throat> Go check her out and let us know what you think. But she uh she seems like she might be checking off all the boxes. We'll put it that way. Um also mm, let's see. Speaking of face fucking and balls and wieners, a little bit of wiener talk. So, you know how we were talking about cold as balls last week and Skip Bayless and uh, uh, Kevin Hart, you know, the Kevin Hart show cold as balls. We talked about that a little bit. If you recall, I do recall. So I caught another episode this week and you know who his guest was. It was fucking Dennis Rodman. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For you, uh, of course, for you late 90s fans out there three-time champion the Chicago Bulls of course and he used to fornicate Carmen Electra who was like one of the hottest women on the planet in the late 90s early 2000s I mean you don't have to be a Dennis Rodman fan but I mean you got to respect the fornication of Carmen Electra right I do represent yeah and I mean yeah so anyways I mean it's Dennis fucking Rodman so anyways on this episode he tells Kevin Hart that he broke his wiener three times. You believe that? Three times he broke his dang dang. Ouch. I mean, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Like, so he's he's talking about going like going to the hospital, or the ER, or whatever with a broken ding dong. And it's just like, holy shit, three fucking times. God damn, this guy must have been just denting it up left and right. I mean, I know Carmen Electra, but can you imagine all the other filthy McNastys and fucking bar skanks that he fucking tore through. <laughs> maybe he just needs to work on this fucking aim better. My goodness. Well, maybe, maybe. But you know what? I feel like in the late 90s and the early 2000s that I tried to break my wiener. I feel like I tried to do that uh, with any uh, any nice young lady that wanted to go home back to my apartment with me after the bar closed. Uh, well,
1: the, the thing is, though, is there's not much bending to be done in, in your case.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. But I <laughs> but you I feel like it's impossible to break your dong when it's so short, because it's just like a, it's just like a, you know, I don't really know the easy way to describe it. It's just, there's, there's nothing to bend is I guess for you visual people out there, whereas Dennis Rodman probably has like a Tommy Lee wiener. So he probably breaks it because he has bad, he has bad aim and then boom, you know, and he's probably drunk. I mean, it happens. Enough with the crazy angles like <laughs> Right. I mean you're trying to you're trying to get in some you probably got some nice flexible young ladies. I you know Carmen Electro Electra was flexible. I mean she was on Baywatch. I mean, oh, come on. worse. Yeah. So but I feel like I, I feel like I tried I tried to do that. I mean, you get you get pretty wound up when you're when you're uh in your college days and in your early twenties and you got all that testosterone flowing. So I feel like I tried to do that a few times and it just like I said, it's impossible to do when uh, you have an inadequate trouser trouser snake, if you will,
1: uh, concur definitely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We can try well, though. Well, you can try, but good luck. So if you're like bending a titsy roll, it ain't gonna work. Absolutely, it's not gonna work. Um, but you can try. So for all you fellow inadequate club hashtag inadequate club, you know what? Use use one of them hash brown things on that, and and then send it to the internet. That's what we need. We need a hashtag, a hash brown thing for our inadequate club. That's what we need to start using. We got to think of a name for the inadequate boys. Maybe it'll be boys with a Z like, uh, like Master P and the No Limit Records albums in the late nineties. Maybe we Mm -hmm. should do that. Boys in the hood. Yeah. See, exactly. You know where I'm going with that. So we love our rap music. Uh, Maybe it could be inadequate club. Um, Maybe that would work. We can hash brown that one. Uh, we'll figure something out we need to do that though um shout out to kevin miller kevin miller admitted on our facebook uh post yesterday that he was he had an inadequate uh wainer oh, so, welcome to out. the club kevin welcome to the club kevin we appreciate you uh we can certainly sympathize with that but um it's not as bad as it seems my friend because you don't have to worry about Uh, breaking your dong like Dennis Rodman did three times when you're out there giving giving these uh, ladies a good rogering. You don't have to worry about that. So that is the one positive thing. Um, But he did get some boner pants for Christmas. He he did say that. So he's part of the boner pants crew. Maybe we'll hash brown that one and send it to the Internet also. Uh, Boner pants crew. (laughs) You know who else is? I swear he's like the president of the boner pants crew is Horror Daddy 85. Your buddy Josh Kersey, yeah, yeah. Josh is like the king of the boner pants. I swear, him and Brian Emenheiser are like the president and the fucking vice president of the boner pants club. These guys in their fucking pants cracks me yeah. up. Uh, did you see the? Did you see the nice photo that Josh, uh, that the Kersey clan took with their Camp Blood Radio shirts that was posted on the show page this week? Did you see that? Yes, I did. I shared did it. Yeah, standing in front of their Christmas tree and little mini Jason at mini Jason 13 uh, with the kid size Camp Blood Radio shirt. And they're just looking so festive. Such a such a nice family. They are. Didn't uh, didn't
1: um, Josh Kersey have his
0: boner pants on in that photo? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Let's look real quick because you can't be too sure. Hang on here. I'll be able to I'm tell you. I'm fairly
1: certain he did.
0: I feel like every fucking picture, he's wearing fucking boner pants. Like, I think he lives in boner pants. Well,
1: I'm with you, Josh Kersey. I never wear fucking jeans or anything other than pajama pants or boner pants
0: ever. Well, you usually usually don't wear anything at all. You just wear a hoodie. You wear your Jason Rising hoodie, and you hot-footed around the house. I know what you do. Yeah, but that was requested. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, Horror Daddy 85 in this photo is... He's wearing boner pants. Yep. He's either that or he's wearing them nut huggers, them nut hugger jeans. Uh, like he's got some, some of them Wranglers on or something, maybe some Levi's, but I'm I'm going to say they look like boner pants. Can't really tell in the picture, but yeah, go to Horror daddy 85 on IG. You'll see what I'm talking about.
1: I know his wife commented on one of either our posts or my post that I shared from clamp blood radio of him holding his new pajama, boner pants.
0: Oh, very nice. Yeah. Of course she did. Um, of course she did. Yeah, that boy is definitely the president, but uh shout out to him of course, like I said. They they looked very festive in their Camp Blood Radio show shirts. They really did. Great photo. Got a great response on social media. Uh, many Jason just cracks me up. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> Speaking of uh other loyal listeners. Shout out to Eric Vandermark. Eric, uh, when I said we got some listener mail, Eric Vandermark, um, he's been a listener for a long time. He recommended speaking of CBR merch, uh, coffee, things of that nature. You know what that, you know what he recommended that we do? He said that we should have inadequate cocktail weenies, CBR, inadequate cocktail weenies. You believe that? What a, what a fucking wonderful idea, Eric. That is that could not be a better product for Camp Blood Radio, my friend. I'll tell you that right now. I'm good. We can eat him at We can eat him while camping. I like camping. We certainly can. You know. You know what else we could do, Jojo? Exactly. We could eat inadequate cocktail weenies while we watch Never Hike Alone, Never Hike in the Snow, and Jason Rising Friday the Thirteenth fan films. That's the way to we, do it. <laughs> we could. We could drink coffee and eat weenies drink CBR coffee maybe we absolutely that is a that is a strong possibility so i think that sounds like a very uh, a very good time i think i think that would be a, a delightful uh event um maybe we could do that um maybe we could do that with the Gallo crew we could have like a we get like a projector and we could just we could show never hike alone never hike in the snow or jason rising like on the side of someone's house like we could go to Brian Bader's in New Jersey and we could just project it on the side of it on the back of his house and we could all sit there around the little fire pit and we can play on our phones everyone can play on their phones and eat inadequate cocktail weenies drink CBR coffee while they're watching never hike alone never hike in the snow or Jason rising while Irene Brian's lovely wife Irene brings out uh, refills of cocktail weenies because you know we're gonna eat them all and meatballs goddamn it her meatballs, and meatballs are so. amazing Inadequate cocktail weenies and meatballs. Yes. They go good together. Weenies Sweater. and balls. Balls and wieners. Mm-hmm. Of course. So I think that sounds like a swell idea. We'll keep that in mind. Maybe when I come out to Blairstown we can do that. Uh but yes, Eric, I think that was a good idea. Um but sadly, um I don't think we're gonna be able to uh we're gonna be able to do that. So any other ideas that you have though uh be sure to let us know. we'll see what we can do because you know what it's it, it, it's fun to dream it's fun to dream there's no, there's nothing wrong with an imagination, right Joe no, no. Um, I like to pretend like I'm Tommy Lee about every day so I mean hell it, you can't that's one of those things where you can't uh even as you get older, you can still have an imagination. And one of these days, I'm going to imagine, imagine what, Joe? What, what would you imagine? What, uh, what would be a good thing to imagine?
1: Camp Blood Radio. Uh, um, let's see. What's my ultimate Camp Blood Radio dream product other than lube? Um, Mental <laughs> Um God damn it. I can't think of a fucking one right now. God,
0: Skip me. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll do a fan film about fan films. Can't Gosh, blood radio style.
1: Blood Radio fan yeah. film.
0: Fuck. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to be able to top Never Hike Alone or Never Hike in the Snow or Jason Rising, but I don't know. We do we imagine, have to? Right?
1: We are, we're the <laughs> masters
0: of inadequacy. <laughs> it's just so. going to be a meager, inadequate film, uh, a fan film at that. Mm-hmm. So speaking of meager and inadequacy, just last night, our, our lovely friend, a loyal listener, Mr. Drunk Dan Johnson decides to, he was clearly all boxed up on fucking toilet wine and decides to start messaging us at four 30 in the fucking morning, Dan. So Dan, basically, uh, I'm going to give you the cliff's notes version. And he said that the Joe Gallo fucking sucks a bag of dicks is basically what he said yeah i agree he does yeah. suck he basically said you need to step up your game and that you are in you are inadequate on the show and you know what i disagree because we thrive here on inadequacy so you are plenty adequate for cbr my friend so I'm adequate to be inadequate thank you so much. <laughs> exactly you had to think about that one for a minute didn't you it's, yes, you are adequate to be inadequate. So you are wrong, Mr. Drunk Dan. But yeah, yeah he, shit. um you know what's funny <clears throat> here? I think uh, just for just for shits and giggles, this is what Dan sends me. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 2.40 a.m. Either way, what the fuck did I tell you, Dan? I am asleep at that hour. So this is what Dan, this is what Dan sends. Bear with me. Let me. I am not sleeping, Dan, just so you know. No, the Joe Gallo was awake. But here we go. Here we go, Drunk Dan, at 2.40 a.m.
1: Hi, Barky. It's me, Drunk Dan. It's uh, a drunken hour of 2.39 in the morning
0: in Minnesota. Just got to thinking, you're probably in, like, I don't know, if you're in New Jersey, site of Friday the 13th. I don't know. But um, anyway, sorry if it's uh, it's later. But uh, you'll
1: get over it, little bitch. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean that. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. Barky, you're a good man. And uh, but you
0: gotta tell Joe Gallo. He's gotta he's gotta get the energy up on the next episode. Come on, he's, he can't just be a yes no man. You gotta he gotta you gotta give the the Barker Barky. Sorry, Barky getting a barky some shit to riff
1: off of come on come on gallo come on, fuck the fuck love you guys hmm.
0: that is what we deal with at two thirty a.m right yeah you could could you hear that enough you could clearly oh yeah clearly it was clear the insanity that i have to deal with from time to time yeah and then of course uh we now have a um we now have a, a a group chat going on with Drunk Dan. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that's what I had to deal with this morning, uh, and you too, also. So, I, shout out I to... Thought,
1: I thought you were fucking with me when the last couple of times we've talked, you said, yeah, Drunk Dan messages you like, fucking four in the morning. I, I thought you were messing with me. You were
0: not. No, I don't make this shit up. That's what I said. I mean, I, the shit's real, whether... Whether you believe it or not, there is Drunk Dan in action. So, yeah, shout out to Drunk Dan. Goddamn Drunk Dan the man. Thanks for uh, the tip. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your uh, recommendations. But the Joe Gallo is adequate for inadequacy here at Camp Blood Radio. So. But like we say, any comments, concerns, suggestions, feel free to drop us a line we say that so uh that's what we end up getting <clears throat> stuff like that so uh also uh let's see oh uh your butt buddy christopher westcott i can't forget this one the uh, butt buddy the 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 Topher westcott jojo's uh, little friend over well not little he's he's a big boy He's uh, He is he's a lot bigger than I thought he was. That's for goddamn sure when I met him. He's a he's uh he's a Uh I don't mean oh. fat Topher, just so you know. I might have meant it, but my mother said if I can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So I think I think you just broke that rule. Probably. Anyways, a new kind of fear customs. Our good friend over there, Mr. Christopher Westcott. He has we talked about the mom of where he's head and uh you know we love head here at Camp Blood Radio so we love to talk about head so new news about the head rather than just the the normal paint job Topher did a i guess i guess you just call it an 8 bit version like an NES paint scheme on the mom of head yeah from the video game the OG video game yeah OG uh it's kind of obnoxious. I'm not going to lie. I don't think that it would have a place in my collection. Uh I wouldn't, but I, but I'll tell you what I would do with it. If, 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 uh I mean, I don't, I'm not a big into the eight bit shit. I literally, I don't own uh anything eight bit um NES related other than a t-shirt, because I have over 400 t-shirts. I have the, uh, the 8-bit game shirt from uh, Christopher Ott over at London1888.com, who has fucking awesome shirts. I have that, and that is it. I have nothing else related to that. So it just wouldn't really fit in my collection. Um, It's kind of like a fan film poster that is not Never Hike Alone, Never Hike in the Snow, or Jason Rising, if if you can understand that analogy. I got it. It, it, would, it would look pretty cool with a... A retro racing cosplay, though. I mean, it might look cool with your uh, little buddy Brian Emenheiser in his glowing penis fucking costume. Maybe he should carry that around. Maybe he should get a glowing fucking Mama Voorhees head to go along with the glowing penis costume. I think that would be a wonderful combination, don't you?
1: I actually think that would be pretty badass. You, You two
0: assholes better do it. He probably already has his fucking order in. That's probably that's probably what's gonna be next. Um he probably already he already thought of it. Guarantee that. So anyways, go check that out if you're into the whole uh if you're into the whole head thing like we are, go check out the the new version. I prefer the more screen accurate version myself, but to each their own, I guess, right?
1: <clears throat> oh yeah. Well I I will be getting that too to go along with my sack head costume.
0: Of course you will. Uh Speaking of costumes, shout out to our good friend, Mr. James Ingram over at J3 Costumes. You know what? He has a sale and we would give him a shout out anyway, but this time we actually have a reason to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a sale going on for you Part 7 dick riders out there, for you Kane Hodder dick riders out there. 200 bucks for the full Part 7 latex set. So if you're thinking about doing a part seven costume with your little Christmas money that you got now would be a perfect time to buy all of the pieces, uh, 200 doll hairs. And that sounds like a terrific price. I don't think, uh, really it truly think, does. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't really beat that. So, uh, head on over to J three costumes, tell them that we sent you, um, tell them that you're looking for an adequate part seven and he'll know what you mean. Um, Oh, um, speaking of costumes, again, uh, your little friend Dan Marino Lupo, I see that he got his part three uh, out and got the dust knocked off of it. Seen that rolling around today. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he
1: yeah. contacted me this morning. He wants to come up and do a photo shoot and said, hell fucking yeah, let's do it.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, looks like he left his shirt in the dryer a little bit too long. Uh, but other than that, uh, we love us in part three. That's one of our favorites, of course, as you know uh hockey mask in his picture was also i think from one of your butt buddies uh pretty horrific designs yep antonio yeah is that like a is that like a circle jerk thing with the fucking east coast gallo south jersey jason with your little fucking crew over there seems like that's what all you guys i keep seeing his fucking name i keep seeing this pretty horrific designs but it seems to be i keep seeing it through you guys so what's the deal
1: well, we love him. And, well, he wasn't really well-known these last couple of years, and then we um, found him and fell in love with him. I actually don't have a mask that I use by him. I have a grave scene, but I haven't really done any shoots with it yet. Because, as you know, my Dead White Hawk was done
0: by Josh Deadman. so. The old Dead White, of course. Yes, so. If you're interested at Pretty Horrific Designs on Instagram, go check them out. Uh, I am not really familiar with the gentleman behind the masks, um, but anyways, you can go check his he page does out. Great
1: work! Did you see um, Marino's
0: Part Eight, Hawk by him? Uh, you know, I looked through a few of the pictures. I mean, I'm not. I'm if I'm buying a hockey mask, I already know who I'm buying from. So they're going to have to be pretty fucking awesome for me to buy something from them, and I can tell you right now, he his work is not up to that level for me to purchase it yet. So sassy. uh, Well, you know what? Um, It is what it is. I'm not saying that he he's not a talented artist, but he's not on that level as far as who I'm going to purchase from anyway. Not that I'm not telling people to not purchase from him. I'm just saying that myself. I have other uh, avenues that I'm going to purchase from before I would buy something from him. So I
1: don't. When when we did the uh, part six shoot back in um, August, uh, Marino was wearing the uh, Crash Hawk first, and mm-hmm. I um I enjoyed the pretty horrific version because he 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 wore the Crash Hawk the first day when we did the grave scene shoot, and then he wore the pretty horrific designs one from when we went up to the camp, and for me. For some reason, I think it was the the finish on the mask or the way it bent or whatever. I don't know, but it looked a lot cooler with the pretty horrific design. I'm not knocking Crash's paint job because it was good. I just, I don't know what it was that I enjoyed, why I enjoyed it more. And I wasn't a fanboy yet,
0: so. Yeah, a lot of these, it's kind of hard to tell even who made it because the lighting and photo editing and shit like that. But if it's going to be on display at my compound, And I got to walk by and look at it every day. There's only a few people costuming. Yes, I get it. That's a little bit different. But for display purposes, if I'm going to buy one strictly for that, then I have my people that I'm getting mine from. So like I said, I'm not discouraging anyone from purchasing his because opinions differ. Opinions vary. So uh, just because what something that I like, I mean the next person might prefer something different and that's totally fine. So there's plenty of independent artists out there. So, uh, there's no shortage. Like I said, whatever you prefer, whatever you, um, everybody kind of sees, sees things differently. So, uh, but my one question is, does he like to talk about wieners?
1: Well, he talks to me fairly often, so he fucking has to, no matter if he likes it
0: or not. Okay. The answer is yes. Well, with that being said, then maybe he can come on in the future and talk about balls and wieners. Sounds good. See you soon, Antonio. I will make I you know what? That's I'm doing that right now. I'm gonna make a making making a, a little note here on my inadequate uh on my inadequate boys list here, Mr. Antonio. You know,
1: the the Hawk makers, you know what they remind me of there, uh Nathan? Oh I with you it's hard to tell. The fan film <laughs> <laughs>
0: Enough about the fucking fan films today. Oh,
1: I had to. It's true though. There's talk makers everywhere. And you're like, okay, well, they're not very good sometimes. And they're like,
0: do you want to buy it? And no. Right. Exactly. So we can always relate it to the fan films. We can always relate something to the fan films. I promise you that, but we're done with that. We're done with that for today. Enough of that. So uh, I'm glad that you brought up part six. Because we have a little bit of a little bit of part six chatter for today a little little five minutes of Friday, as we like to call it. so recently I' seen an article um, I believe it was Friday the 13th.4emotion.com. I don't know who the author the writer was, but anyways, the article was about whether CJ. Graham was physically capable, basically whether he was physically capable of of being Jason again. And then shortly after that, I seen on uh, a YouTube channel, Empire Dirt Productions, he did a YouTube interview with CJ. I think it was a couple weeks ago, maybe, maybe three weeks ago. And of course, the typical interview type stuff. But anyways, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just happened to catch a few minutes of it. And CJ actually addressed that question. And he talked about whether he thought that, whether he felt he could physically play the role again. And you know what he said, Jojo. You know what CJ said. No, what? Tell me. CJ said <clears throat> uh, the article's one thing. I mean, knock yourself out. Um, if if you can read and you want to go search the interwebs, uh, knock yourself out there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention that. I'm just gonna basically say what CJ said, and then we'll give our thoughts, and then we're out of here. So CJ said that he felt that he he could basically he. Is he's sixty three now? He's in great shape. <clears throat> he recently moved out to Montana and uh, takes care of his ranch every day. He's physically active. He's still working out, and he 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 said that besides like crazy stunts, some crazy stunt type work, that he felt he could do everything else, and. He still looks great in costume. I mean, you've seen the photos of him. You've seen where he's doing photo ops at conventions. He'll post right. stuff on his social media and he looks, he still looks the same in costume. Uh, I mean,
1: there, there was a video, I think it was last year or the year before that his wife, before I knew it was his wife, posted of uh, Jason lives walking down a hotel room hallway, right? yeah um mm-hmm. i'm like dude this fucking guy walks just like the actual jason from part six and then of course i scroll up and it says ruby grams and i'm like oh okay it was it actually is him so he still fucking got it and it's awesome absolutely see.
0: fun fact i was there for that oh shit no way yeah mm-hmm. i was there i know exactly what you're talking about well that's yes. awesome man. yep i was there Um, there was actually a photo op and this is, this is what, three years ago now, I think. And shortly after that he, he actually, yeah, it was shortly after he started doing the costume photo ops and he forgot to pack his hood. Believe it or not. And this is literally minutes. Like he went to his room to change, uh, minutes before the photo op forgot his hood. I get a phone call, a frantic phone call, and I said, well, I happen to have one in my car, in my vehicle. So I fucking run out to the parking lot, grab my hood, run it back to his hotel room, and then he was able to do the photo op. Because if he would have had to have canceled that, it would have obviously sucked for the fans, um, and he really didn't want to cancel it, so... There was, wasn't really any vendors there at the time. This was a, a show in Indianapolis, uh, a Days of the Dead show in Indianapolis a few years ago. And there really wasn't any vendors there that, uh, that had anything decent as far as six par six goes. And most in most conventions, they don't really have much Friday, uh, most many Jason Hood selections uh, to speak of. But uh, me doing the stuff that I do with Ari and First Jason and traveling around with that, I happen to have a whole bunch of costume stuff out in my vehicle. So I was able to run out there and help him out and he didn't have to cancel the photo op. But I, I do know exactly what video you're talking about. And yes, yes, I, uh, he definitely still has it. Like I said, he's aged very well. He's taken care of himself physically stature wise. Um, he pretty much looks just like he did when he was on screen. And I understand at 63 years old, regardless of your physical condition, there comes a point in time where you probably don't want to do anything outside of the basic kill shots or basic maneuvering. You don't want to do any crazy stunts, right? Right. If there is a need to do or falling off something or having something land on you or whatever. Um, So that I can certainly understand. But other than that, I 100% agree that he could definitely play that part again uh, as far as that goes, I mean, even if even if it was just a few scenes, as far as that goes, uh, look at Nick Castle in the last Halloween. He had a very minor cameo, but still, I mean, uh, I guess that's not really a fair comparison, but I think that uh, I think CJ could do the majority of the work if they were to cast him again. Um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, there's not a whole lot really to discuss it's either yeah. bring yes, him back god damn it well i mean <clears throat> as far as it there's other people i mean there's a there's a number there's a number of the guys that you could say i mean obviously ted white but uh isn't going to be doing that but uh we're te- talking about ted white can do it bring him back the ted white that ted white yeah so uh, there's, there's a few of the guys that could definitely still do it again, but I think it, I think with CJ, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, like I said, I didn't watch all the interview with this empire dirt productions, but he seemed uh, like he would, he was interested. I mean, he, I'm sure uh, he basically, <clears throat> he basically said that if the circumstances were right, if the script was right and he felt like it would, that his, his portion would do a justice to the franchise that he would, he would uh, entertain the idea again that he would do it. So, like I said, just from a physical standpoint, looking at the costume stuff that he's done, looking at him moving, looking at, um, looking at his physical build, still, yeah, I would agree. And you know, we he love Part Six walk. here. Absolutely, he does. Yeah, um, and you know, you know, we love Jason Lives. So we are. I would definitely be on board with having CJ back if it came to that. Why not? All right. So as far as the article, uh, like I said, on the I don't know if you read the article on the, the Friday the 13th for motion or whatever. I don't know if you read that article, but um, whether you did or didn't, you can go check that out on your own. Uh, we just wanted to address the idea real quick and say that we, of course, would 100 percent be on board if CJ were were to be able to come back. So. um. With that being said, maybe I will get a hold of CJ. He is a friend of the show. Maybe I will see if he wants to come on and just talk a little bit about that and talk about um, what he's been up to, the day to day life of uh, of CJ. Uh, we've kind of beat. I've had a couple people ask me why why he hasn't been back on the show recently, and just because, uh, especially last year with with uh, with COVID, and then of course prior to that, we've just kind of everything's kind of been said. Um, we don't want to keep talking about the same shit even though we 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 do from from time to time i mean that's inevitable but i think um i think there's there's some new ground to cover i think people would be more interested in hearing about cj kind of what he what what his daily life is like now things of that nature than talk about i mean i think they would i don't know about you but rather than talk about the same shit that's been talked about since 1986 with that film
1: <clears throat> oh definitely we can see how it talked about you know The next one, the the Tom McLaughlin script that takes place in the snow. What are his thoughts?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, that's another – that's definitely another idea. Um, Tom has talked about that script with uh, a number of outlets, but that's something else that's on the list as far as upcoming content is having – Tom's been on the show in the past, but, of course, having him on, not to rehash Jason Liv's stuff, but to talk about the potential new script, talk about CJ, again, you know, things of that nature. Uh, that is certainly um, certainly a good idea, and it's definitely on the list. Um, oh, also, uh fun little fact about CJ while we're on the topic. I actually own CJ's first convention banner. Uh, I think I showed you a picture of that. Um, you did? It's beautiful. Yeah, from like the early 90s, I think he said. But I have a video of him saying that the banner is actually his first one. Uh, so if anybody ever wanted to dispute whether or not it was his, his first actual convention banner, I have video proof of him saying that. Uh, and then, of course, he signed it and stuff. It's like, it's tall. Uh, it's it's a pretty good-sized one, a uh, vertical banner um, with, uh, of course, Jason on it. And then um, uh, I'll have to post a picture of that. But he signed it nice and bold on the side, and uh, it's a good collector piece. We'll put it that way. So beautiful if you're a Jason Lives fan. We'll put it that way all right unless you got anything else you want to add on we're going to wrap this shit up my friend sounds good to me i'm good to go all right you know the drill please rate and review wherever the hell you listen to the show at if you have any questions comments concerns feel free to drop us a line unless you're mark fucking Tefner.